the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and I'm joined by my co-host, Don Dix, a chapter leader for Act for America in Corona, and he's now moving on to uh, lead the effort to d- gather all the signatures possible in the Inland Empire for the No CA Gas Tax Initiative once that is ready for signature. You always say, welcome to another thrill-packed edition, and I've got to agree with you, politics has become thrilling in ways that I don't think we ever would have imagined a year or two or three ago. Um, And I think we can thank the era of Donald Trump for that because he has he has invited new people into the fold. You've got a lot of new people that are interested in politics. Uh, Latinos for Trump come to mind. Um, a, a whole new generation of folks that have that he has gotten off the couch and gotten excited about you know, taking everything from taking America back to making America great again. One of the reasons why I decided to support Donald Trump back in the primaries, I was an early adopter in October of 2015, was I saw him as the cue ball in a game of pool and you had this entrenched ruling class right in washington and, and new york and silicon valley and wall street and, and elsewhere and i and we we sent this cue ball donald trump smacking into those initial set of the, all the, the the pool balls are all lined up in the little triangle and where all they were going to scatter where they're all going to end up scattering to we don't know yet but i wanted to break that up well, I agree with you. And my question at that point in time that you were thinking that Donald Trump was the cue ball, uh, I was thinking of it in terms of who can beat Hillary. Because um, I saw that as the next great obstacle to, you know, coming out of the primary victoriously. But who who is it that's best capable of beating Hillary? And we've gotten new insights into what unfolded uh, during the primary and the campaign, both in terms of what Hillary did, as well as within Donald Trump. There were a couple of indictments earlier this week that, uh, you know, that that were were leaked, interestingly enough. Illegally. Illegally. By the, by the, from the special counsel's office. Had to have been leaked from the special counsel's office, because who else would have knowledge of that? But it's interesting to see how well they can keep a secret, because nobody had any inclination that one of the people to be indicted was this low-lying... Uh, you know, low-hanging fruit of this guy, George Papadopoulos, who was a nobody within the uh, Donald Trump campaign. And we come to find out that he's been on the special counsel's radar since July. He was arrested, in July. He was arrested last July, and it looks like he was then cooperating. He may have been wired to try to go back and get incriminating evidence. And interesting, he was, he pled guilty to one count of, of lying to the FBI. Which could be anything. Right. About when he, when he met with some Russians and he tried to get the officials in the Trump campaign to meet with Russians who that was refused, by the way. 
Right. Nor would it have been illegal. And here's a, here's a, one of the key things about this is there is no un, and Greg Jarrett of Fox News wrote a great article about this. The special counsel or the Department of Justice or the FBI's mission is to investigate crimes. Right. And there is no underlying crime. Even if officials of the Trump administration had met with officials, Russian officials, that would not be a crime. And here's the rub. We find out now that, you know, it's been fully, and I don't think we fully understood, we find out now that Hillary Clinton's campaign, as well as the Barack Obama campaign, as well as the Podesta group, they were all paying Fusion GPS for this dossier that became the foundation for the entire Russian Trump collusion narrative. But in order to dig that dossier up, they were doing exactly the same thing that they were indicting the Trump campaign of doing, but they were just using a legal cutout, a law firm, and hiding behind that. Well, it's even worse because meeting with foreign officials in, in a campaign right. is not illegal, but paying, receiving money from foreigners or paying money to foreigners exactly right. is illegal, and that's via, via the law firm. That is exactly what the Hillary Clinton campaign did. They did. And the, I mean, well, we didn't plan to go here, but here's... This, <laughs> I know. This is uh, the, the staggering level of the corruption of our government, because this also has come out, is how the, the FBI, then led by Robert Mueller, and the attorney handling the matter was Rod Rosenstein, who later appointed Mueller as special counsel, were involved in the Russian bribery back in 2010 at the time that Hillary Clinton was getting $140 million when just at con- by total coincidence at the same time, right. she approved the Russians purchasing 20% of our uranium. It, 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 it. So now fast forward, now they've appointed Mueller to investigate Russian connections when he should be he and Rosenstein should be the objects of, of a invest- special counsel investigation, exactly. not leading one. And you want to talk about corruption, especially in the Hillary Clinton campaign, we're now learning vis-a-vis Donna Brazil's new book who that reveals the level of corruption that existed between the Hillary Clinton campaign and the DNC doing things that, while not illegal, were clearly immoral and not in the best case of ensuring a Democratic primary for Bernie Sanders and Gary Johnson and everybody that was working on, well, not Gary Johnson, but, you know, the other, uh, Martin O'Malley. There was, there Martin was, ab- right? There was absolutely no Democratic process engaged. The fix was in. The DNC had been rigged by the Hillary Clinton campaign to make sure that she was the one. And she still almost lost. And she still almost lost. But here you've got somebody complaining about Russia, you know, rigging the election in favor of Donald Trump when all along her campaign was rigging the primary for Hillary Clinton. But this, the level of, the, of government corruption of the entire system as a result of Clinton and Obama is even worse. They then used this dossier with supposed Russian intelligence information illegally purchased. They then used that to go to the FISA court, and get a warrant by the Obama administration to then conduct electronic surveillance of Donald Trump and his and his campaign. And I'm sure none of that information ever made it to the Hillary Clinton campaign. And now we've learned about the dinner that occurred between Barack Obama, Susan Rice, um, 
uh, Valerie Jarrett was the consigliere that was there. This is vis-a-vis the brand new book. We interviewed Ed Klein this week. And what he includes in his book is a dinner in which Susan Rice, they strategized on the whole unmasking. That The unmasking was strategic so as to be able to support the future narrative of Russia, Trump, collusion and they placed all these landmines throughout the government remember the infamous executive order 12333 it's amazing how all this stuff is starting to fit together and these dots are getting connected because that executive order allowed intelligence information to be strewn throughout the government unmasked for easy leaking exactly and what happened over the last you know 10 months essentially is we had a leak a day one for the thought on this subject. Where the heck is Jeff Sessions? Exactly. What the heck is he doing? Oh, I know what he's doing. He's chasing MS-13 around the country. <laughs> all, well, all well and Which good. Which is good. All well and good. Right. But we got um, bigger fish to fry, and you're you right. clear and obvious violations of law by Hillary Clinton, the Democrats, and massive violations of the Fourth Amendment rights of, of Americans by conducting illegal surveillance, turning the intelligence apparatus that we pay for to protect our country and our rights against Americans and in favor of a political party and a political candidate. Well, it's not all that happened this week. We had a another terror attack, the largest in New York City since 9-11. Uh, we've had the government, uh, the Republicans who now have revealed the federal tax plan uh, this week. We'll talk about that and more after the break from our sponsor for this half hour. Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs residential and commercial Back after this. Hey, Larry Elder here. Now, if you're a homeowner thinking about refinancing or you'd like to be a homeowner and aren't sure where to start, call my friend Ed Hoffman at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Rates are great right now, and from what Ed tells me, there are a lot of great opportunities out there in real estate. You need a lender you can count on, and I can vouch for Ed. He'll deal with you straight and advise you like you're part of the family. Just give Ed a call at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. I know Ed. He's a good guy. He'll talk to you like a friend and won't make you feel like you've just walked into a shark tank. Now's the time to buy or refinance. Give my friend Ed Hoffman a call at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Again, 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or visit him online, wccloans.com. 855-640-2020. 855-640-2020. AM 590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio program, the most important radio program for the most important political office in the entire country in the state. In the community and in your backyard, that of private citizen. This week, you know, what my gateway drug into politics, Greg, was national security. It was the awareness that there was a driving force, a real threat, existential and embedded in our community of radical and political Islam. And this week, 
that reared its ugly head with a terror attack uh, that in the initial hours in New York, a guy drives a U-Haul, not a U-Haul, a Home Depot truck, could have been a U-Haul, a rented truck into a crowd of pedestrians in furtherance of the jihad. Somebody that was, you know, had ISIS material in his truck, had knives in which to inflict further damage, uh, got out with a toy gun, obviously was angling for suicide by cop because there's nothing you're going to do with a BB gun or a paintball gun. Mm -hmm. And what immediately ensued is the visible contradiction between what the political class and the media want us to view these attacks as and the reality of it, as described by folks that come from what I call the counter-jihad movement, the Pamela Gellers, the Robert Spencers, the Sebastian Gorkas, and even to a certain extent now the Trump administration. Right. Um, to only stretch things slightly, Ann Coulter described the media reaction as, and how they reported the story as, Florida man involved in vehicle accident in New York City. <laughs> Well, exactly. You had you had major media outlets saying uh, man screams. God is great in Arabic. You had them describing this as a truck plows into uh, pedestrians and bicyclists. Um, you had them. I, I mean, they bent over backwards again in order to not have to say what's actually unfolding in our communities, in our country, and around the world. When, in fact, they, what he actually said was Ahu Akbar was screaming that, and he has materials on him that where he was doing this on behalf of ISIS. And now we learn that the guy was not a lone wolf that just all of a sudden got tripped into this by a, a video of ISIS calling for terror attacks on Halloween. He had meticulously planned this for months out of a mosque, the Omar Mosque, <clears throat> excuse me, in Patterson, New Jersey, that had been the subject of New York Police Department undercover surveillance that was ended by Bill de Blasio because ostensibly the same argument that shut down Philip Haney's investigation at the Department of Homeland Security, uh, civil rights. We can't spy on our Muslim neighbors. Right, and these mosques which often they may not say, and they may, I don't know, but they may not go out and say, go kill somebody. They may not direct the attack, but they, they, many of them are radicalization centers in terms of teaching this vision of, uh, this version of Islam that you go out and kill the non-believers and force the rest of them to submit to Islam. We learned more about that than we wanted to from Philip Haney, who analyzed the San Marino terror attack for us in the same way, that you've got this bad mosque, part of the uh, Tabliki Jamaat net worldwide global network of fundamentalist Muslims that are exporting out of Afghanistan and Pakistan this uh, belief that the world needs to come under submission of Islam and jihad in furtherance of that is okay. We learned that the guy in San Bernardino was one of a unique, I don't want to say breed, but um, sect that memorized the Quran and sought to implement it to the point to where he went out and, you know, went to, uh, you know, date Muslim website, found a wife out of Afghanistan that was a fundamentalist imported her, got her here on a marriage visa, and the two of them decide, oh, it's time after having a kid, 
Now it's time to go on our jihad killing spree. Right. And, and the, the, sort of the rest of the story here is this guy from Uzbekistan came in and was able to come to the United States under what they call the diversity visa program in which 50, every year 50,000 green cards, rights to immigrate to the country illegally, I mean legally, are distributed by random lottery around the world. And this is promoted by Chuck Schumer. It was signed into law by George H.W. Bush back during his presidency. And you guys are like, why? Even before he committed this attack, what advantage was there to America and Americans to get this guy from Uzbekistan to come and live here? What's, what unique skills did he have? What, he, was, he worked right. as a truck driver and an Uber driver, as if we don't have enough of those. There aren't Americans willing to do those jobs. So there, w- there was no benefit to America in having him here. And what we see happened is he ends up committing this terrorist attack. Robert Spencer was on Laura Ingram this past week. What he said was... Her new TV show? Yes. Okay. And it's a great show if you're not watching it. Is there is no way to determine which Muslims are going to commit terrorism and which are not. So you're either going to let bad, dangerous people in, or or you're going to keep harmless people out. Or you're gonna you're gonna do what needs to be done, which is to undercover surveil the indoctrination centers to learn which ones are good, because we know that there are probably some mosques out there that are that they want to be a part of the American uh, dream, the Amer the American ideals, and they aren't preaching that. Or like is the case with this mosque in Patterson, New Jersey, are they are are are, are people susceptible to this other? Uh, teaching and are there books in their library? And we've and I've been into bo- uh, bookstores in mosques, and I've seen the Saeed Cutby Qtube is how you either pronounce it Cutby or Qtube. I don't know. Um, depends on who you're talking to. But his book Milestones, which lays out the Muslim Brotherhood plan for you know indoctrinating for for taking over the world. Um, when that when those kinds of books are in a Muslim bookstore, you got to wonder right. You know, how are those books being consumed and encouraged and read? And this p- mosque in Patterson, New Jersey, we understand, was a particularly virulent, uh, anti-American mosque. Okay. Americans have the right to believe and advocate what they want to, whatever it is, Islam, communism, national socialism, socialism, republicanism, democratism, whatever you want. Okay. But we have no obligation. There's no right of, of our foreigners to immigrate here. So I asked the question again, and it doesn't have an answer, is why, well, of what benefit is there to bring people over from countries where there, are, there is terrorism, there is Islamic terrorism, of what benefit is it to bring them over here and risk the lives of Americans when there is no effective way to know who's going to commit terrorism and who isn't? Well, there is, there is no way to know. And that begs a bigger question, because when you say communism and socialism, what of what's happening on college campuses where kids are being indoctrinated into political ideologies that are antithetical to what makes America great? Is that, um, you know, something that needs to be corralled? I would submit yes. Right. They have the right. They have the First Amendment right to do that. They don't necessarily have a First Amendment entitlement to taxpayer money to do it. Another a, a number of other important events that happened this week. Uh, we had the institute the the 
infamous gas tax, SB1, took effect on November 1st. Uh, we saw gas prices rise around the Inland Empire. Uh, there's that as well as there's a little local political intrigue going on because one of the people that had voted for cap and trade uh, is up for re-election. We have meetings with folks that are interested in taking that position. We'll get into that after this break. After this word from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, president of Wholesale Capital Corporation and host of the main event, which airs every weekend here on AM590, The Answer. I'm proud to be a part of the effort to make America great again, not just by supporting this station and conservative movement, but also by helping people achieve the American dream of homeownership. Whether you're looking to achieve that dream and you need financing, or you already own a home and you're considering refinancing your mortgage in order to lower your payment, shorten your term, or pay off high-interest debt, or if you're over 62 and want to look into that great financing tool known as a reverse mortgage, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, toll-free day or night, 855-640-2020. I'll give you all your options, answer all your questions, and walk you through the process. And don't forget to listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturdays at 9.30 a.m. and 9 o'clock p.m., Sundays at 8 a.m., right here on AM 590, The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate, broker license number 01147747, and California Finance Lenders License number 603K610. Also licensed in Arizona by the Arizona Department of Financial Institutions, MB number 096199. AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And uh, if you're a private citizen in California, as of, the, as, of this, as of November 1st, you are now paying more for gasoline thanks to the Democrat gas tax increase. Yeah, thanks to also every Democrat in Sacramento that voted for this. Thanks to a couple of Democrats that had to be bribed in order to vote for this uh, to the tune of a billion dollars. There were four Democrats that uh, were in uh, what we would call contested areas, areas that they might be vulnerable that said, you can't make me go up on this. I might get unelected. What did they do? They said, well, how about if we how about if we send a couple of tens of hundreds of millions of dollars in your direction for everything from parks to dog walks to uh, who knows what pet projects in the area the money is going to get used for. And what the, and also what they get once they leave office is, an, is another issue. There's also one Republican. They needed one Republican vote on this and they got it. There were three tax increases passed this last session each one of which would have failed if all Republicans in the legislature had voted no. But in each case, they got just enough Republicans to pass them, one of whom we're going to talk about in just a minute here is, was Chad Mays on the cap-and-trade tax increase. Yeah, the biggest one, the one that potentially could, uh, the, the gas tax increase that took effect on November 1st, if you didn't notice, between Halloween night, which is kind of interesting because Governor Brown chose, I don't know what magic there was in, on November 1st for implementing this, but it seems to me it was, he, there's irony in the fact that the night before it's like trick or treat. Um, depending upon who you are, the gas tax increase is either a trick if you're a consumer, a commuter, somebody who saw their gas prices go up by 12 cents, diesel by 20, and in some areas, buy more because 
the other trickle down effect in the economy is that it's not just about what you're being charged, but, you know, that gas has to be delivered by diesel trucks. So the costs go up for delivery. The costs on food go up because of delivery. Every item in the economic food chain is now going to become more expensive because the basic food, the basic commodity that gets it to the shelves so you can buy it has gone up. Right. And with the current cap and trade, even before this tax increase, California already had the highest gas taxes in the country and the 47th or 48th worst roads in the country. And now we have absolutely the highest gas taxes. And I'm not sure how much of that money is going to actually flow into uh, fixing the roads. But yeah, you only have a, a little over a minute yep. left in this in this segment. Interestingly, uh, Chad Mays and we, United IE Coalition, there's two Republican candidates that are running against Mays to remove him and repeal and replace Chad Mays. And they both sought out and came and talked to some of our activists and leaders uh, last weekend. And that was that was great that they would w- want to do that. And then there were different impressions. We won't have a little bit of time left. Uh, the one is Andrew Kotyak, and the other is he's a city council member in San Jacinto. Right. And the other is Gary Gindren, who is the former police chief of Palm Springs. Exactly. And, 30 years in law right, enforcement. Out, out of the 10 leaders and activists in the room, certainly Kotyak certainly won the room. There nine were are committed or leaning towards Kotyak, and only one, me is leaning towards Gene and We don't have a lot. To, maybe we'll get them on the radio show at a future, at a, at a future date. Um, yeah, we'll have to do that because we definitely don't have enough time to unpack that in today's show because we're going to be talking about a very important free speech issue in the next half hour. You do not want to miss this because free speech is under the microscope again in a couple of areas, and uh, we need enough time. But we'll get these guys on the show so that we can uh, let the listeners have their, their cut at this to see whom they like. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was a fascinating day. It was an opportunity for us to see and meet firsthand the two people that want to repeal and replace Chad Mays. Very important election coming up here in the Inland Empire. We will be back after our break with more about the freedom of speech and how on the Internet and what the threat, the new threat to free speech back after this. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. In the news uh, frequently is developments regarding Google and Facebook. These are just pervasive companies. I know I'm, I'm using Facebook all the time on my political right. work. Uh, Twitter. Uh, to, uh, to, less so on Twitter. Less so, less, less so, less so on But uh, a lot of YouTube. people in media right. make extensive use of Twitter. Right. And uh, you wonder why it, why that is so influential. Donald Trump uses it. So, I mean, social media is now where the, the conversation takes place. Now is where so many people are getting their information. Especially YouTube. The number of people that actually get their news from YouTube, because now they curate, um, you know, people will put segments from uh, all the news programs, Fox, MSNBC, up. I, I know people who literally cut their cable because they can get all the shows they're interested in on demand or segments thereof on YouTube. It's like, why have cable anymore? Absolutely. And just to illustri- illustrate this is after the Las Vegas shooting and there was this uh, young woman who was, who was wounded and she, Donald Trump visited her in, in the hospital. And afterwards, of course, the media wants to know, you know, wants, wants her reaction, hoping they'll say something bad. And he's really nice. He's nothing like you see on social media. 
<laughs> right. So, so, that's, so that's where she was getting all of her information about yep. Donald Trump was off of social media. So this is just vitally important. And um, one of the contributors on social media on, the, on our side has been Prager University. Yes. And if you've never seen these videos, they're five-minute videos on a whole range of topics, religion, history, economics, politics, um, and they've got graphics. They, they, have, you, they have all the backups. If you want the backup for everything they say, they give you a link in after the video of for all of the facts that they have in the video. And these have been quite influential, but Google, which owns YouTube, has been restricting some of them so they can't get under 18 to, to watch them or get mon- get advertising revenue there's a and there's a bigger issue here underlying what is affected Prager University and that is that individuals who have a conservative worldview are being censored on YouTube um people who who will talk about uh, say Hillary Clinton or socialism or against socialism or against communism, those people are being actively censored both on YouTube, their accounts are being shut down on Facebook. And the the question now is these these private enterprises have become the public square where people would have traditionally gone to exercise their free speech, their First Amendment rights. These are places where people are now expressing their uh, their beliefs, their First Amendment rights, and feel they ought to have free speech on these platforms. Right. So um, Prager University has now sued Google, which owns YouTube, over this. And let's bring our guest online here. His attorney, Brock Lurie, is from Los Angeles. He's on the board of Prager University and was an advisor in terms of this lawsuit. He has his own radio show on our sister station, KRLA, Sundays at 10 a.m. He's frequently on Facebook with his, um, uh, with, with his political views. And he has a new book coming out, Atheism Kills. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But welcome to the show, Brock. And, um, oh, thank you very much. Tell us about, you know, and you can start anywhere you want. Do you want to talk more about the, the scope and reach of Google and Facebook and social media or the, why, the legal basis of why you can now try to sue a private company for what they put or don't put on their servers? Well, let's talk about the first things first, and I appreciate so much that you have me on. Thank you. Uh, look, you know, it has come to the point where people see Google and YouTube as the uh, first place to go to express their views. In fact, it's it's uh, when you think of Google and you think of YouTube, you think of this big uh, arena where all ideas are welcome, all ideas can be shared, uh, and you can disagree with them, and you can swear, and all sorts of uh, great things can be done. And you can hear stupid ideas as well as very intelligent ideas. And And that's the way that Google and YouTube, and as we call it now, Google slash YouTube, want to convey the image. They they want people to think of themselves, uh, of them as some sort of great purveyor of information. It turns out not to be so. And uh, they will restrict videos that they perceive to be uh, hostile to their particular worldview, which is a very progressive, very liberal point of view. Uh, so here we are with PragerU, and I'm on the board of PragerU. I'm very proud to be on that. Uh, we have been phenomenally successful in getting eyeballs on uh, these these videos. And we, we are proud to say that as of today, uh, in, in, in 2017, we have more than 500 million people viewing in this year, in these 
10, past 10 months alone. So we're not even done with the year, and we're doing so fantastically. Wow. We never expected anything like that. Uh, you know, to, to do really well on uh, something like that, we projected maybe 10 million by this time. You know, that would be great. I mean, wow. can you imagine? We all thought, right? But now here we are way past the 500 million mark, which means, you know, I, I mean, we're talking about half a billion people right. are, are watching these things and are learning, and they are actually being persuaded by our ideas. Okay, so now to Google and YouTube. Uh, they look at this and they say, well, these guys are really influential. We can't have any of that. <laughs> That's the last thing we want. Sure. So they, they go into the restrictive mood. They don't necessarily specifically censor our, our, um, our videos. But what they do is it may be something even more sinister, which is that they restrict it uh, such that they provide, they, they fall into this category of restricted mode such that any family that has a restriction on their computers, and many of them do, will necessarily block our videos from view, from, view from uh, students and otherwise. So, and this is exactly the uh, demographic that we are seeking. Young people right. need to see our videos more than any, anyone else. My own kids love these videos. I mean, what, I, I joke around, that, and, and it's true, though, that very often my last words to my kids are, Guys, what did I say? Only two PragerU videos per night, not <laughs> three. <laughs> no binge watching of Prager Universities in the right, Lori House. Right. Well, you know, what's exactly interesting, right. there's another dynamic that's happening in this restriction process. Elemental to a video going viral is the fact that it will get positioned on the right-hand column of YouTube's recommended videos. So if you are a viewer of certain types of content, YouTube will serve up other content that seems to fit your uh, your viewing habits as they begin to collect your your data based on not your name and who you are, but it's all based on numbers. Your your um, oh gosh, I forget the the name of the term. It's uh, your computer has a number, so it's all based on that. Right. Those videos of Prager University when they get age restricted like that no longer qualify to be served up on the right hand side, which is a, a, a huge impediment to a video going viral. Right. That's right. And I'm sure it, you it can add to that. Impact. Yeah, I'm sure you can add to that other yeah. things that are impacted by what will help drive content. Look, it goes to our basic source of information. We we have come to believe that Google and YouTube provide all this information uh, in a fair and neutral way. And, and it just ain't so. I mean, before the show, we were joking around, all of us. If you were to Google the phrase uh, Abraham Lincoln political party, uh, just to, you know, imagine you're doing some research and, and you're trying to find out who this Abraham Lincoln was, at least vis-a-vis -vis his political party. Uh, and you go on Google, and what do you find? You find that he's supposedly a member of the National Union Party. What <laughs> is that? He's the first Republican president. And what is that, the National Union Party? Well, sounds nice. Well, so kids will write down, well, he's part of the National Union Party. And, and the whole reason why that they're doing this is that they're trying to distort history. They're trying to make it seem as if somehow that the last thing they want is to ha have the kids equate being a Republican as, with anything good. So in their never-ending quest to demonize Republicanism and conservatism, uh, they'll actually alter the way you view information. And this, uh, with, with PragerU, is no different. We, we are doing so well. Uh, and now, the mechanics of it, the algorithms and such, are, are interesting because 
we, we did confront YouTube about this and said, look, what's going on with this? Why are you doing this? And they said, oh, at first they said, well, this is just an algorithm. Uh, you know, it's, that's just the way it works. But, of course, as you know, any algorithm is only as good as the people that put the information right. into it and program it, right? Uh, so, but then we noticed that there were very similar videos on similar subjects that were not being restricted, that were far more violent, far more sexual in content uh, than ours. I mean, to, to say that we should be restricted on the grounds of violence and sexual content is so laughable. Right. I mean, it, it's almost like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood here. I mean, it's crazy. We, we, the last thing we want, there's literally no nudity. We talk about uh, male-female differences, but I don't know that that would give rise to censoring anything. Likewise, the videos that famously have been censored are the story about our, our involvement in, in North, sorry, in South Korea and how we liberated South Korea and, and how South Korea is so lucky to have America still there. Uh, I, I don't know why that is objectionable. Uh, and then most shockingly is the PragerU video that we did on um, Thou Shall Not Murder, one of our 10-part series on the PragerU uh, side of things. Um, and... <laughs> And it's just Dennis Prager explaining it with just his own personality. There's no pictures necessarily. And he's simply talking about what that particular commandment means and, and, and elaborates upon that. That was restricted, too. There's a so long list of things like, something that's going on. Right, like what's wrong with socialism, the least diverse place in America, which is about co- censorship at college. What should we do about guns? Are police racist? Right. Um, why America must lead? What's wrong with socialism? I mean, I mentioned that one. These are the... These are subjects that are just too controversial for anyone under 18 to be, to be viewing, of course. That's so true. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, but, so it's just crazy. I mean, it, of course they get so much more. Uh, and while the standards are so loosening in the movie theaters, uh, apparently you know, YouTube is right on it to make sure that, God forbid, you should actually uh, get something that might actually provide uh, meaningful information that might alter the way your child views history and America, for that matter. We need That's to very break... important stuff. So we... We, we confronted them, and uh, they said, okay, well, we, we, we'll look at it on, on a um, human level. So they actually uh, checked this out on a human level with a conference uh, among them, and they came to the same conclusion. They agreed with the algorithm. So then we knew that something was up. Fix, the fix is clearly in. Clearly, this is viewpoint. We need to interrupt you here for our, for our breaks. So we have time to go over some other issues, including your, your book. Uh, time for a word from uh, All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. More with Barack Glory and the censorship of Google and Facebook after this message. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio program, the radio show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. We're talking to one of our uh, compatriots on another station, AM 
870, uh, Carol A. Barack Lurie, who is also uh, on the board of Prager University, who is engaged in uh, what could be a landmark legal challenge uh, of Google and YouTube regarding Prager University's videos being restricted, which keeps them from being viewed by certain audiences and also is a throttle for them going viral. And then also you lose advertising revenue, which typically um, these videos, when they're restricted like this, uh, they no longer qualify for inclusion in YouTube and Google's Ad- AdSense uh, program. Brock, thank you for joining us to uh, help us to understand this the uh, the legal challenge to this essentially asserts I'm going to paraphrase that and ask you then to uh, continue it asserts that Google and Facebook and Twitter not specifically them in the lawsuit but essentially these are now the public square these are free speech zones and should be regarded as such and um, they have a way of of deciding what qualifies for essentially free speech and what doesn't. And your lawsuit is aiming to push back on the way that Google is now handling some of these things. Have I have I summarized that correctly? Well, that's exactly right. Uh, there are two basic theories to the complaint. Uh, one is exactly what you're talking about, how they're restricting free speech. There's also a uh, an implied the breach of the implied covenant of good faith and fair dealing. That's a fancy phrase to refer to uh, a breach of contract in terms of you may be holding to the letter of your contract, but you're actually breaching the contract. Uh, it's classic in good faith efforts, for example, language in any in any contract. If you're not, if you just kind of make a modicum of good faith and you're not really in there, then you're still breaching the contract, although technically it looks like you're not. And the same thing applies here. So let me first start off with the free speech part. Google holds itself out to be this purveyor of great information. It's, it's like we said, uh, like we say in law, but you got to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the, the truth, right? Any one of those that's missing uh, means that the information that you provide is suspect. So here we have uh, information that is both false in the sense of like what I just told you about the National Union Party, right? Um, but for our purposes, they're not telling the whole truth. They're hiding information. They're preventing people from seeing uh, these very important PragerU videos, which are so in- influential. Uh, they really are making a mark upon campuses and young people all over the country. Our, our demographic, our greatest demographic, is younger than 35. Wait, let, me, let, me, so let, me, let me stop you there and ask you this question. Normally, the First Amendment, the Constitution, applies to the government. And Google, right. well, they, they may think they're the government. Technically, they're still a private corporation. <laughs> How do we apply the First Amendment of the Constitution to a private corporation? Right. The issue is that a public forum is where you can uh, express yourself. For example, in front of the federal building or, or on a sidewalk. Uh, technically speaking, you have uh, the right to be there and also to express your views. If you go almost anywhere at uh, UCLA, for example, uh, or UC Riverside, you're going to be able to express your views. Why? Because it's a public forum. Uh, however, there are other places that become quasi-public forums. You may very well have a shopping mall, for example, which is in, in situated in such a way that the only place that people can reasonably articulate their free speech rights is in that shopping mall. So while, while indeed it's, it's owned by a private enterprise, 
the reality is that you are uh, allowing people to be on the property in such a way that they can express themselves freely, um, and there's an exchange of ideas. So you you will be uh, faulted if you prevent people from speaking on on that um, uh, on that forum. Now the, the the same thing now applies digitally. In fact, it applies even more. Uh, what I just said before was it applies in a case called Pruneyard. The Pruneyard case said exactly what I just said. It held the shopping center owner to be liable as a quasi-public forum and that it could not restrict people's free speech rights because it had become a public forum. That was a California state uh, case. Right, right. And here we also have a, uh, you know, when, when you're talking about Google, it's even more so of a public forum because unlike the shopping mall where, you know, the, the primary purpose of it is to sell clothing and sell food and other knickknacks uh, and such and jewelry, which have nothing, nothing to do with free speech, <laughs> Google, by contrast, and YouTube, by contrast, is only about the exchange of information and ideas, right? <laughs> so, and if you, you prevent somebody from being on YouTube when you know everyone is using that as the primary form for exchanging their ideas, you got yourself a problem. And so our argument is that, that Google indeed is a quasi-public forum and that it ought to uh, act accordingly. So it, it should be a very interesting battle. That is going to be the, the primary battle, at least on the um, uh, free speech side of things. We, we need now, to wrap up. Quickly to the, Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Last right, point. So on, the implied, yeah, on the implied covenant of good faith and fair dealing, here that they've they basically, the implicit agreement is that they're supposed to be neutral to us. They're not supposed to cut us off compared to others just merely because of our viewpoint. We've got a strong argument there as well. It seems to me what's happening to you guys is the same thing that's happening on college campuses where speech that is disagreed with is being shut down. We're going to continue with uh, attorney Barack Lurie, who is uh, also our our, uh, compatriot on our sister channel, uh, AM 870 KRLA, after a break from our sponsor for this half hour. All-Star Collision, the way to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. The religious nature and basis for America's founding is indisputable to anyone who looks who looks at it fairly. And you've written a book that caught my attention. The title is Atheism Kills, and that's going to be coming out shortly. What's the premise of that book? Well, great. And thank you for uh, talking about it. I, um, this is a book that has been near and dear to me for seven years. Look, godlessness, a world without God, kills. I, I set about to retort Amen. the famous expression that you, you, you no doubt have heard, which is that religion has caused more deaths than anything else, right? You've heard that expression? Sure, absolutely. So, Right. So that's a, a totally false canard. Uh, in fact, the reverse is true. A world of atheism has killed far more than anything else. 
And I set about to prove that very easily mm. by way of just looking at the French Revolution, the Mexican Revolution, and, of course, the entire 20th century and beyond. Uh, it's atheism, a world without God that has killed uh, millions in an, on an industrial scale. Tens of millions. They, they've got religion beat in the murder department. So, wow. That would be interesting. It's I would, a lot of fun talking about that. I would love to. I can right now, as you're saying this, I can see Bill Maher rolling his eyes because that's his favorite thing to say is that, you know, no other uh, institution is responsible for more death and destruction than religion. Uh, be great once your book is out to see you on Bill Maher's show. Oh, you'll see me on his show. Good. I'm sure he'll, he'll uh, want to pursue me on that. But, but I'll have him because the numbers don't lie. Uh, the best he can argue is to say, well, what about those Christians and the Inquisition and the Crusades? And I'll say, yeah, you got that, uh, got them there, but first of all, let's assume for the sake of discussion that Christianity itself is responsible for the Inquisition and the Crusades. Not so fast, but let's just give it to them. The numbers are uh, nothing compared to the murders of the 20th century uh, through fascism and communism alone. Wow. So uh, it, it's really quite striking. Look, and I say atheism kills, it's not just the body, by the way. It also kills everything else. It, and there are different chapters on this. It kills creativity. It kills purpose. It kills beauty, humor, uh, a sense of the past and the present. It kills civilizations. And it kills civilization. Everything that we've come to believe about our civilization is the product of, of faith, uh, predominantly the Judeo-Christian faith. Mm. Thank God for the, the Judeo-Christian mindset. Had we not had that, we, we just wouldn't be anywhere we are today. We would be back to Sodom and Gomorrah. But that, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting, the, the atheist feels very highly about himself that, that he knows what's what because he can't see God or hear God right. and so forth. But to, to think like that is to imagine yourself in an airplane, and you're now, what, you know, 10,000 feet above uh, the ground, and you say, oh, now that I'm here, I, I can fly by myself, mm. right? <laughs> Forgetting the very thing that got you there in the first place. There is wow. no stand, There is no right and wrong. That's a great There's analogy. no standard yeah. of right and wrong without God. You say killing Jews is right, I say it's wrong, and there's, you know, there's no way to resolve that right. unless there's a higher authority this establishes what's right and wrong. When your book comes out, would you come back on our show so we can dig into this topic some more? Barack, I, we would love to have you back. I would be honored, and thank you so much for doing that. It's uh, Atheism Kills, and you can find it on Amazon.com uh, starting Monday. Beautiful. Great. We'll thank look you. forward to having you back. This has been the Unite I Radio Show. Tune in every weekend at 4 p.m. on Saturdays for our next edition. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.